Hi, and welcome to Walking Backwards. I'm Brad Grimet. On this episode, I'm speaking to my good friend, Ron Baldwin. And as you'll soon hear, Ron has an unparalleled ability to screw with me. And when you combine that with probably way too much alcohol, you get what you're about to hear. Enjoy. Oh boy, you have like a list of questions. No, I do not have a list of questions. I have a list of shows that I wrote down off IMDb oh. that you've done. Oh no, I made most of them up. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that. <laughs> uh, no, because I think it's the yeah, dead he's, opposite. He's you didn't. You didn't make anything up. You just don't. You don't. Um, you don't add to IMDb. I it, IMDb is smarter than I am. I. Don't know how to change anything, so everything there is well because there are shows I know you've done that aren't on there. That's why that's why I noticed that. But anyway, by is the that way, why I'm not working right now. But <laughs> which show is that? By the way, I'll have to. Well, Scandal's not on there. But um, but by the way, I'm talking to Ron Baldwin, Steadicam operator. <laughs> We're drinking beer. He's drinking Longboard because he's too much of a wimp to drink the hazy little thing IPA. It's true. It's all true. And um, you know what, though, I I brought uh, I brought some whiskey with me. Did you really? Yeah. So we can have whiskey also. You're a you're a damn genius. I didn't bring much, but check this out. Check the the flask out. Okay. I could find it here. <laughs> I got my assistant from Bosch. Made these stickers. <laughs> and they're fucking awesome. I just stuck it on the flask. I'm like, this is great. That's really cool. If I ever get pulled over, I go, hey, 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 officer, check this out. Isn't this classic? Cool. This, this is a cool little flask too. It's black. Do you know, as a as a um, uh, a gift on Empire, when at the end of the season, I <clears throat> I had custom made flasks for the whole camera crew and our dolly groups. That was very classy of you. Well, I don't know if it was classy or not, but you know, um, we drank people, a lot of bourbon together on the truck. Some people so. need to do stuff like that to get people to like them. Um, I. You know, I just kind of work with these people and have a great time, you know. It, it, but you go ahead and keep buying them gifts like that. Ron, it That's didn't work. <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> they all hate me. <laughs> but, um, well, the reason you're not working right now is because you just finished a season of Scandal. Yes. Uh, you I finished did. the last season yeah, of Scandal. Yeah, they did, they did seven years, and uh, I came in on the last season, their, their main operator, uh, Steve Frakel. Really nice guy. You know Steve. He mm -hmm. moved back east to be with his family. And they had somebody coming in. I believe it was Matt Petrosky was going to come in and replace him. At the last second, Matt got a feature and had the bail. So I kind of got lucky and had, yeah. work, had work for seven months. Oh, fun. dude. Yeah. yeah, as if you wouldn't have had something else, like, instantaneously. I Who know knows? you. Uh, well, wait a minute. Okay, so I mentioned your list. <clears throat> I'm going to start backwards. I'm going to start from Party of Five. And there was a bunch of stuff before that, a bunch of movies and stuff. Party of Five, fun, yeah. I'm just, because you're such a, like, one-hour TV guy, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I, that's what I kind of honed in on. Party of Five was interesting because I, <clears throat> I did this pilot, and mm -hmm. the director and I got along really well, and it's, uh, Ken Topolsky. And I got this call out of the blue to come work on Party of Five back in, like, 98. Um, season three, I don't even remember. But so I, I was so scared to even ask them how they got my name. I'm like, yeah, I'm available. So I just come in, right? And I'm walking around the set. Was it was it just a day play or? It was just like for a day or two, you know. Mm -hmm. And I come in there, and it was like the beginning of a season. And I hear this voice behind me. It's Ken. Say, like, hey, Ron. In case you're wondering, 
while you're here, it's me. And I was like, oh my God, it's you. And he's like, yeah, Ron, this is Nev. Nev, this is our new Steadicam guy, Ron. And I'm like, sweet. You know, <laughs> I'm like, all right. This was like a big break for you. Yeah, it was a huge break. Right. You know? And that was kind of the beginning and it was, it was kind of fun. Wait, so he said you're the new Steadicam guy. So did that so end I came up in, in like a couple days a week for two seasons. Oh, because they didn't have full-time Steadicam. Yeah, that was back when they yeah. actually shot shows with one camera. <laughs> and they would bring in the Steadicam guy, and I would sit in a lawn chair in the camera truck. And <laughs> Waiting they'd go, for oh, your we're moment. ready for you, Mr. Baldwin. And I'm like, okay, here I come. <laughs> and I'd go in there, do a shot, and then I'd go back to the truck and hang out and read. You know? It was so crazy. And... You know, it's. <clears throat> it reminds me of well, one time they had a B camera. They're like, "Hey, uh, Ron, would you mind doing this B camera shot? <laughs> Is that are you cool operating a B camera? Because we have this one extra shot. If you're cool with it, could you do that?" And I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> you know. And that was right. But you know, most shows just had one camera, a yeah. camera slash steady cam, or just an A camera, and they'd bring in a second they camera. Just they play steady cam. It was so cool. That was back when like they actually had a plan. Yeah, they had, they had a schedule planned. that they, they had stuck a schedule. to. And, they stuck to it, and right. they knew what they were doing. They didn't have to cut. It was like quality over quantity. Where today it's the opposite. So, it's yeah. a different world today. Different world. That was party of five. Good times. Yeah. Well, those are the times when I imagine. I don't know, but I imagine they they shot closer to the amount of footage that they actually used. <laughs> like now, we shoot like a hundred hours for this. Oh my god. Fifty minute show. Well, you know, it's like you, it's almost like you do the same amount of work where you would do three rehearsals and -hmm. then do one, maybe two takes, where now you'll do five shitty takes. But you don't rehearse. Because you roll on the rehearsal. Right. So you're almost doing it the same amount of times, but you're just rolling on everything now. So it's literally like two, three times the material that we're blasting out, plus, plus the additional cameras. You know. Well, that's what I was really talking about. Oh, my God. It's gluttonous. BNC camera. So yeah. many shows are using C camera full time now. Scandal was using. You came in a couple of days on mm-hmm. that. It's like C camera constantly. And sometimes you can't get C camera on the right side of the line even. And they're like, oh, roll anyways. It's like, really? And then when we go around the other side, all three cameras would be on the right side. And I'm like. So you're not going to put them on the other side, so at least they're matching the wrong <laughs> shot that they did. Match the opposite. Yeah, and they look at me like I'm high. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm just, I'll just be over here. I just work know? here. Whatever, pal. It's, I'll just zoom in, zoom out. That's all we did on that show. It was great. <sighs> the vortex. It was so good. Yeah. Zoom and move. Zoom and move. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I re- I remember watching it and like <clears throat> watched it before I came in that that first day and was like, it was tough, right? Well, I was just like, they cut, I watched like the season finale from last season or something, and I was mm-hmm. like, they they cut while they're zooming out, and then they cut to a shot zooming in. Yeah, it's just, I was like, makes no sense, yeah. Something other shows would never do. I mean, in certain ways, I applaud them for just being like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it, and going for it, but um, yeah, but my, my there was a blister on my thumb after that first Oh my God, imagine me, it was callous, it's like <clears throat> dire straits. Mark Knopfler was right. It's like rock and roll, right? It's blister on my thumb. The, I, my tried to watch the show when I got the job. I'm like, oh shit, I better watch this thing. You know? <laughs> and I sat down and watched a couple episodes. And my girlfriend Jackie, she made it probably 15 minutes in to the first one I watched. She's like, this, this shit makes me sick. I got a headache. And she walked out of the room. <laughs> I couldn't 
I was so proud of her. But I had to sit there and watch it, you know. But I have to say, yeah. as weird as that show was, you know, the cast and the crew were fantastic. And it was yeah. I was shooting like 52, 55-hour weeks. I'm like, when is that going to happen again? And I didn't have to wear a walkie. Oh, they were that short. Yeah, That's we had good. these short weeks. It's funny. When a show runs out of money in their last season, they actually become sane. Because I heard they had some pretty crazy hours the previous seasons. Well, there were cast issues with that too, right? <clears throat> yeah, Carrie was having a baby. Right. So she wasn't available. A couple babies. Or... She's, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, once I met her and worked with her a bit, it's like, you know what? You can do no wrong. Right. She was so sweet and so cool. And the, the crew gift that she gave the entire crew, she bought mattresses. Really fucking badass, like expensive memory foam mattresses for the entire crew. Get out of here. I hope you can get some sleep. Yeah, they got to be like a thousand, thirteen hundred bucks a piece. Wow. You know, and she, there were like three hundred of them she bought. Wow. For the crew and the other cast members. Wow, really? They bought them for everybody. Good for her. That's <laughs> and nice. These, and these sleep tracker things that supposedly can probably helps you sleep. I don't know if it'll work with us on our weird schedules, but I was like, what a cool person. And then she was just. Sweet as shit. Because she knows how the hours are and turn around and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and she's yeah, like so super, she's super cool. Good. You know, so I, I'm like, you know what? You can take as much time off as you want. <laughs> you're just sure. really, you're the real deal. She's sure. an absolute pro. She yeah. loves the crew. You know, she loves hanging out with the crew and goofing around and, and you know, who doesn't like a little, you know, <laughs> between uh, takes. She's like joking and, around. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, you know, that's funny. So she, yeah, she's. She's good people. That that's one, so, yeah. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's that's really neat. So um, <clears throat> so yeah. So so party of five was your big break. Yeah, it led you that led you to scandal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's kind of like an A to Z right there. Right, all that it, shit in between. It, it, I don't even remember. It kind of it kind of does. Yeah. Um, so. So when you you came in and did some days on Party of Five, and then what happened? You you got the next season. Somebody left and you yeah. came in or whatever. Well, they just uh, I'm not sure what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Why they, I think they were just day playing a bunch of different people, trying and, people out. You know, and well, just whoever was available. Mm-hmm. And then they got me to come in. Once Ken Ken met me, I guess we got along. And and there might have been a few times where I wasn't available, but I wasn't working a whole lot back then. I was kind of new to LA and. Mm-hmm. So whenever they called, I kind of cleared my schedule for them because that was like a big deal to me. I really, right, know, it's a Sony big show. lot and everything. Yeah, I, I liked being on that show. It's yeah, kind of cool. It was like maybe a day or two a week. Oh, for, that's pretty good though. Yeah. I mean, for it, being in that spot. I mean, mm-hmm. when I was, you know, when I just moved here, I I would have killed for a day or two oh, a week yeah. on a network show. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, that's my rent and everything's paid and everything else is gravy. Yeah, as long as it kind of fits in the pieces in between, you know. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 there's an opportunity to 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 continue on with them and then because of that branch out into other things, exactly. which you clearly did. Yeah, and I, you know you make friends with those guys and their next projects they call you right know, for that. It's the same thing. All the producers so scatter, so if they like yeah. you, they'll go on to other things and the directors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, so after Party of Five was The Division, like your next? The Division. I went to Canada uh, to finish up a show called Level Nine. Um, I guess they had some, they had a, a guy doing steady cam. I think the camera fell off in low mode and there was all sorts of problems up there. So mm. Adam Kane, who I knew, the director of photography, uh, brought me up just to kind of do the last couple episodes. I think I, 
I might have been there for more than a couple episodes. I don't really remember. But um, <clears throat> but uh, that show, I met the producer. His name is Aaron Lipstadt. And then Aaron was doing that show, The Division, and brought me on that. Mm. And I was there for like three seasons on that show. That was Who was the cast of that? Was it Bonnie was... Bedelia, Nancy McKeon, John Hamm, Taraji. Uh, so I met Taraji with, yeah, yeah, that's our where I met Taraji. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. 16 mil. <laughs> yeah. So it was super easy. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of steady cam, which made it fun for me. Mm. You know, so. And I met, uh, actually, I didn't meet her on that, but I got her on the job. Uh, Heather, Heather Lee, great focus puller. Heather couldn't. Well, we uh, we we had a little surprise party for you for your birthday last night, but I tried to get Heather to come. I invited her, but it was a very last minute yeah. invite, and she she had other plans. But uh, I thought of that because I know you guys worked together for so long. That's so funny. I was so surprised. I was so happy and disappointed at the same time because I had instructed my girlfriend, <laughs> "Don't do this." It's not like I we all jumped you. out from behind the corner and yelled surprise at Thank you. Thank fucking God, because <laughs> I would have either wet myself or run out screaming. I don't. Throwing maybe, shit at us, maybe both. You know, <laughs> flung some poo. I have no idea, but the it was great. It was so weird as I slowly put the pieces together. <laughs> oh well, it was your face was like, wait a minute. I'm like, uh, uh, wait, there's hey, some. Wait, oh, there's Brad. Some oh, wait. of these things don't go together. What? What? What's going on? Eh? It's, <laughs> fuck me. That's funny. Yeah, hey, it was great. Hang on, I gotta open a beer. Okay. <laughs> That's. By the, way, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, there is no beer here. That's a sound effect they just put in because <laughs> these guys are pussies. There's no beer here. They won't even fucking let me drink. The 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 flask that I was talking about doesn't even exist. I made that up. You guys have no idea how <sighs> fake this is right now. Oh, boy. They have this whole little computer board with sound effects on it. <laughs> it's very high tech. Yeah. Um, well, wait. So you mentioned... So I remember the division. I thought it was John Hamm because I remember we were working together on a show at what are those stages downtown called? Uh, L.A. Oh, Center. L.A. Center, right there, the Unical building there. Yeah, L.A. Center, and we were shooting in the parking garage. We were doing yeah. like that was like a TV movie, I think that we did. It was like the same crew. Well, maybe no. I bet it was the division. Everyone shoots in that parking garage. No, no, no! I never worked on the division. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't watch you on that show. <laughs> For yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah, we hired good people on that show. That's, Sorry, that's smart. Yeah. Actually, I think it was Dollhouse. So, where's your beer opening sound effect now? Well, <laughs> I already now opened. It. I already opened. Where's it. your beer now? So, so <laughs> my point was, <laughs> shut up, Baldwin. Drink some of that whiskey and calm down. Um, so. Um, no, no, no. But I remember being in that parking garage, and that's where Mad Men shot. And it was during one of the seasons of Mad Men. And you're like, oh, you want to go up and say hi to my friend John? If we and, and I was like, oh, sure. And then we didn't have time, and I was like, oh, oh who's your buddy John, by the way? He's like, oh, John Hamm. And he was like the biggest thing in the world at the time. <laughs> he was like the biggest star, and I was like... Oh, yeah, I want to go meet John Hamm. I Actually, give... I wanted to go see their sets really bad. No, they had beautiful, <coughs> yeah. beautiful sets. John was so cool on The Division. He was a really cool guy. He he was the guy that was always cracking jokes and right. making right. the fart sounds in the middle of takes. So <laughs> just so the mic wouldn't hear it, but the other actors would. And, they, you you know, 
he was a lot of fun. And he he drove this black Jetta, um, little Jetta or rabbit or something. And uh-huh. I used to constantly tease him that some chick parked their Jetta in his parking spot. <laughs> and he said, shut up, man. Because I had, I had this Hummer. You know, that I used to oh, were park. You, were yeah. you driving the Hummer yeah, at that time? Yeah, I had the Hummer at the time. Oh, my God. And so I would always make fun of him, you know. Got to compensate somehow. Apparently, he has a very large dick because he can, <laughs> he can drive around a Jetta. And I need a uh, Hummer. An H1, the yeah, biggest I, Hummer possible. I need an H1. <laughs> to it's, prove that it's tiny. And I got a red one, too. So it's That's like, look true. at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look, And it's yeah. convertible. It is a convertible. Oh, shit. Yes. You just hit the trifecta. Yes. <laughs> I have serious issues, I'm, image I, issues. I feel for Jackie, but, you know. I'm sorry for it, too. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> uh, so, okay, so The Division, and then, so there's all these shows. I'm just going to run through a bunch of these because we don't have to talk about all of them. But if anything st- stands out, Push Nevada, <laughs> Dragnet. I remember I definitely knew you when you did Dragnet. Um, Dragnet was fun. That was at Universal. I live about 100 yards from yeah. Universal, and that was one of the only times that I actually, that probably might be the only time I had a full-time show at Universal, and I could just walk to work. It was so fantastic. That's a beautiful thing. It's like I felt like a big boy. I can just walk to work. Well, I did this pilot recently, and I shot all around my neighborhood. I shot at this one like bar <laughs> slash nightclub. That's very close. Mm-hmm. Then I shot at this restaurant that I actually like a lot. Um, so you got to go back into those places you've been kicked out of so many times. Right, exactly. Under the pretense of work. <laughs> I totally get that. Right, right, yeah. right. No, I promise I, I won't come back when the, when it's open to the public. Yeah. No, no, but the, the point I was making is I could have walked to both of those. And they were they were blocks away. But we were, parking and- we were parking at Fairfax High School, which I could walk to, but... You know, it was a bit of a, a longer walk, and, and so I would drive because that's where breakfast was. You might have broken a sweat, man. Well, I don't want to do Why that. Why would you want to walk more than it is to your fridge? You know what I mean? It's like how many fridges away <laughs> is... It's a lot <laughs> you know of fridges I mean? it's, away. That's like a unit of measure in some countries, I think. <laughs> don't you think? How many fridges how away? How many fridges is it? Yeah, it's like, hey, you want to come meet me at the bar? I don't know. How many fucking fridges away is that? Eh, it's about 132 fridge. Fuck that. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Call me Uber. Uber. <laughs> I'd walk, but it's too many fridges. It's <laughs> <laughs> Dragnet. So that was a remake. That's kind of that's kind of fun. Dragnet was cool. That was um, who's the guy from? Who's Al Bundy? Oh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill was the main guy on that, and mm. he was so cool. And I, names are escaping me. My memory is. He used not. to be a professional football player. That guy. You're kidding me. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Big dude, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eva Longoria was on the show before she was big. Wow. And I hear stories about her now that she is incredibly sweet and cool. So you can imagine how cool she was before back she was. Then. Right, she right, was right. so, and we were all because totally. As in love we with all her. know, the yeah. fame and the money enhances it, the personality. It doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't make you be me. If you're an asshole, you're a bigger asshole. Right. Exactly. And right. she was. <clears throat> I, I've been lucky to work with some really, really sweet. I've nice seen people. her in she's interviews. Them, she's yeah. she's very intelligent. She did oh, a bunch yeah. of documentaries on. She is wicked schmott. On on, on migrant workers, migrant farm like farm mm-hmm. workers and stuff, mm-hmm. and just really interesting. She's an interesting person. Yeah, she's so cool. 
Can you get her in to talk to me? I'm okay. <laughs> I'll let me pull out my Rolodex. It's a very swervy yes. <laughs> well, I don't believe you at all. It's all this fake beer we're drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. The first comedy <clears throat> I saw was Method and Red, which I remember I didn't really necessarily watch, but it was Method Man and what, Red Man? Yeah, that was a crazy one. That was uh, Victor Nelly. That's oh, where it's I Victor. met Victor Nelly on that. Oh, yeah, okay. He was the DP at the time. And Victor Nelly was the guy that set up all the cameras on the original real world in New York. Right. And that was his job. And so he became a DP, and he's fantastic. Now he's directing, show running. For many years. Super cool guy. I did a pilot with him. He's a great guy. No, and a really great. good director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's wicked schmat, as they say, just like Eva. <laughs> He's very smart. He's a wicked schmat. Only Eva's far more attractive. Sorry, Victor, if you ever hear this. That's but true. Eva but he's a good-looking man. Oh, he's a good-looking man. Good she's got him beat. He likes his wine. He likes his wine. Does he? Yeah, he always bring wine to his... He has these great Super Bowl parties. You bring him wine. Oh. Yes. The I've... last... That's how I got my job um, <clears throat> last year. I just moved back from New York. I had no work, and I'm like, I get this invite to a Super Bowl party. I'm like, oh, my God, it'll be so great to see him. And I go to the Super Bowl party. I walk in the door. Within five minutes, he's like, hey, run. You know, he's all wasted. Hell, this is my friend Jazz. Jazz, you're a DP. He's a Steadicam guy. Say hi. I'm like, hey, man. You know, two weeks later, I get a call from Jazz. Hey, can you come do Jean-Claude Van Johnson? I'm like, yes. Jazz (laughs) Shelton. Jazz Shelton. Who I worked with a, yeah. a bit in the past, who apparently you stole from me. Nice guy. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what? You see, you're so uptight. You don't put out. You got these fake beer noises. You obviously are not cultivating these relationships. Mm. You know, so. Clearly I'm Jazz, not. Jazz moved on. He moved on. <laughs> As he should have. And he's probably moved on from me already, too. He's. He's off with the next flavor of the month. That jazz. Okay, so wait. You mentioned New York. Mm-hmm. So I'll bring it up because you... Well, I was going to bring it up anyway. But but you... <clears throat> so explain how you ended up doing... How long a run in New York on all your shows? Like six years? Five years? Oh, Jesus. It's probably... I went... Well, wait. Um, wait. How many years, though? Five? No. Was, I was probably there at least three months a year for eight years. Oh, that and long. And some of the seasons were like one. Sometimes I probably it'd be nine did months. about I probably did about five or six complete seasons in New York, okay. and then a couple other years where I had three months here, two months there, that type of a thing. So. And that all started because of Ugly Betty. That was Ugly Betty. So explain that. That was Michael Price, uh, director of photography. I worked with on. So you were a camera. Road. You yeah. were a camera steady cam on on Ugly Betty. I was actually B oh, were camera you B-steady? steady. Okay. Um, Michael Price, I met. On Gilmore Girls, okay, way back in the day, and then he hired me on October Road, and the whole crew went on to uh, Ugly Betty right after the writers' strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the producers were doing this huge cha- grip electric camera were gone. You know that really horrible situation that happens to us. House all. cleaning. Yeah, they totally clean house, and mm-hmm. Michael was the guy that came in with his guys, and we had a great time. And in the last week of shooting, they were like, oh, by the way, we're not coming back next year. We're going to New York. It was like, what? So I, I got a call from Michael. Mm-hmm. I remember, sorry to interrupt you. I remember I was supposed to come in on, like, the second to last day. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Oh, uh, contract services needed to see my I-9. 
Oh, they wouldn't let you come? So I couldn't do that. Remember this? I couldn't do it. I was so pissed, and I'd been in a, I'd been in a few times, but like last minute, you know, the night before the office calls me, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we ran your name by kind," and they said you have to come in. I'm like, and of course it's tomorrow, so I couldn't do it. Mm. I, re- I remember anyway. That's disappointing. <clears throat> no, 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 but it was. <clears throat> it just shows how screwed up some things are. Because <laughs> it's not like they sent me a letter or called me and said, "Hey, come and do this when you have a moment." It was, you know, you have a day of work. And then, those guys are such knuckleheads. They're, they're. You you know someone is a serious knucklehead when you go to the office and there's bulletproof glass. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh you yeah. You know that those morons piss off <laughs> so many people because yeah. when you go there, there's like this. It's like this big office. It's like being in a bank with all these bulletproof windows and it's nobody's like a, in there. It's like the nobody's Federal in. Reserve in there. Yeah, those guys. Because it's like a curved wall of bulletproof yeah, glass and crazy. all this waiting area, and no one's ever in there. You're right. Yeah, it's so weird. It's screwy. Yeah, it's really screwy. But anyway, um, uh, so Michael Price yeah, called Michael me Price and called. said um, he the, wasn't getting along with the operator that they had. Oh, so they've moved to New York, started they moved this to New season. York. Got they it. had uh, this gentleman named Andy Casey, who's a fantastic operator. Mm-hmm. And it's just personalities weren't working out. You know, Michael and him, I think, were button heads a little bit. Um, and uh, they couldn't really find anybody to come in. It was just getting very busy out there. It's right when that whole tax incentive thing was hitting. When the, so New York was blowing exactly. up. Exactly. This is right. in, like, August of 08. Mm-hmm. And so he says, hey, can you come out for a couple of weeks and just – do the show until we find somebody and I'm like yeah sure so I went out there for two weeks and and then after two weeks I'm like hey could you stay for another two weeks and every once in a while I would just get a day off and they'd have somebody come in and I'd be like hanging out in Manhattan mm-hmm. which is <laughs> which, great oh it's horrible it's so bad it's so boring. There's nothing to do there. <laughs> right. It's no good food. It's so horrible. And they and, were just trying people out yeah, to try to, to find a full exactly, time. Right. You know, and, and then they were like, hey, can you stay another two weeks? You know, and I'm like, okay. And so I was there for like um, probably two months. And then they were like, why don't you just stay till May? I'm like, all right. And they put me up in this totally awesome Austin Powers <laughs> <laughs> bitch pad on 29th street right on between fifth and madison on 29th and in a great know, area it is really nice area and it's this nice apartment it was like living the dream out there it was so wonderful and i fell in love with new york and the crews there are fantastic i had a really wonderful time there and I wasn't sure if I'd ever go back after that, you know, because you never know. Because I was on location, mm-hmm. and that's expensive. So it's like, why would they ever bring me back? And these, you know, I just met a couple people, and they would bring me back. I yeah, you met, like, a UPM or something <laughs> that mm-hmm. called you for something, and yeah. Yeah, I came back for, like, a pilot. And then the this DP that I worked with, and this European guy, uh, Vanya Churnjil, uh was so cool. He did a pilot in L.A., and then mm. he called me to come out and do Board the Death. The mm. last two seasons of that, and it's, what a cool show! Oh my god, that show is like therapy. I miss that show. Wait, was that only? Did it did it run longer than two? They did three seasons. Oh, but you didn't do and, the first. Yeah, I didn't do. The, it was Mike O'Shea. <laughs> oh, I, Mike I believe the first season, and the second season, I think someone had to leave. I replaced him. I don't remember the circumstances, but I came in probably about maybe a third of the way into the season. Right, I think. That was like me on Empire. Third of, third of the way. Which, thanks, by the way. You referred me for that. 
<laughs> no problem. You were you were one of one of two, I guess. But um, uh, so <laughs> so then you did so you did all that all mm-hmm. the board to death stuff. I know I've seen the photos and so you've told me how great yeah. it was. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. good. We had a great such time. a cool cast. And I'm working with all the normal people. Yeah, if we had, uh, you know, it's Ted Danson. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Who's a super Jason nice Schwarzman. guy. Oh, my God. He's super nice. Right. All three of them are fantastic. Yeah. Ted is, he's like I, he's like Kerry Washington. He's an absolute pro. Yeah. And he's the nicest guy. All he does is crack jokes all day long. I did a little bit of CSI with him. So you know. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. A little bit. My first, one of my, my first week on the show, all aboard the death took place in Brooklyn. So I stayed in Park Slope. And, okay. Um, it was my first week there. It was a shot where Ted and Jason were sitting at the bottom of the stairwell in this old abandoned school, which I ended up shooting a lot at years later on Person of Interest. But they're sitting at the bottom of these stairs. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of a shot, a rat had, like, fallen down the stairs. So you see this dark thing going thunk, 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 rolling down the <laughs> stairs, and it hits Ted in the ass. Get out of here. And he jumps up and steps on this thing, and it lets out this squeal. <laughs> Like like a fucking stuck pig or something. I don't know what would squeal like that. And uh, this thing bolted off running off set. And everyone's like jumping around. And Ted looks up at me and he goes, welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. That was like one of your first I just days? Arrived. Yeah, it was like probably my first week. I don't know if the first day, but it was it was one of the very early in my uh my trip there is very funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's funny. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's talk about smart guys. He's another oh. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> um Yeah, so let's see what else. Oh, so then after after that, you went on to was person of interest <clears throat> next or did you do Um it was right after Board the Death I was doing Dollhouse where I worked with you. And oh, was that after Board the Death? <clears throat> that was after Board the Death. Okay. And I remember when I left. I think I left Dollhouse early. Mm-hmm. Once the I don't remember when their season was. I left early to go back to New York because they called me to come do the last couple episodes of this show, Person of Interest. Mm-hmm. And I came in and did like the last two or three episodes of season one. So I never knew I was going to come back. And they called me. So I went back for like four more seasons. So I was there for another four full years in New York. But I'd be home for like two months a year plus holidays. And right. In New York the rest of And that's of the tough because you have, you have a son. Yeah, my son. He's now 14. But <clears throat> it was uh, – I had split up with my wife back in 2010 or 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was uh, it was tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough to see my son, spend time with him, and uh, well, you know, I... work had kind of like left LA during that period. So I was very lucky to be able to continue to work and, and make a decent living. Yeah, it's great to have a job, but you also have a family. <clears throat> exactly. And I know you flew him out a lot. I know you came back to LA as much as yeah, you could. Like it was exhausting. It's yeah. yeah, but it's tough. It's tough. You yeah. know, I worked with another operator um, on, on a on a show. Um, who would fly, not a super long way, but he would fly every Saturday morning, like the earliest flight on Saturday. 
And it was just the guy on uh, uh, Empire. Well, I don't want Jody did it um, on also, but I I wasn't I wasn't gonna. I mean, I don't think I'm calling him out or anything. But I, oh, I, I always I always said you're such a good dad, oh, Jody. It's fantastic. So every yeah. other week he would fly to Ohio. No, it's admirable. It's so and great. then drive two hours from the airport mm-hmm. to where his kids lived and hang out and 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 not sleep that mm-hmm. whole day. Take his kid to his one son's a really good basketball player, so he'd take him to tournaments and. I mean, it's just like the life, and then fly back Sunday night, late Sunday oh, night. That's so hard. I'm like, how do you do it? Man? Well, I was there for two weeks on the Because we would wrap at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. So yeah. Like, you know, and he'd he did go, that when I was there, too. He'd go like, right oh. to the airport. Yeah. I remember you telling me about that. And I was like, what a dude. He's he's killing himself for his family, which is, it's too bad. But. Right. You know, that's. It's too bad he has he to. He has his priorities. Yeah. It's but too good bad for his him. business is like that. But yeah. yeah good, good for him. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he gives a shit about his kids. He's so such a good guy. Yeah. And, you know, he, well, anyway, we don't want to go into his personal stuff, but he's just a good, he's just a good guy. <laughs> well, I have but, these pictures of him uh, that I need to see. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't make shit up, Ron. You can make shit up about me. Don't make shit up about people right. who can't. Speaking of making shit up, give me another beer popping up. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, man. I don't have another beer, you asshole. Why don't you drink some of your, some of your whiskey? Well, I'm not done with my beer yet. Uh, we had our little beer break because Ron wanted to hassle me about opening a beer. So in a moment, I'll open another one, and then he'll bitch about it for hours on end. Well, it's fake. And we had it's, to get ice for our. This is not real. We had to get ice for our for our drink. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> that was loud. I, I am now now deaf. You know, uh, you know, like on. Um, you ever watch Archer? Yeah, they, of they shoot the guns, and he's got the. The tinnitus thing going on, mop, mop. That's me all the time. I have fucked up ears from too many cop shows. And the best is then you see, then then he shoots three people, and then the person next to him is like, wah, 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 and he's like, he's like, just what? nodding, yep, smile and wave, boys, <laughs> just smile and wave. I love that show. You're the one who turned me on to that show. It's a good show. <laughs> it's a, it's you know, I I discovered it. Because I was watching Californication, uh, and I was thinking, this is a great role model for my son. Hey, son, come in here and watch this show. This is the kind of man you need to be. And then I was like, oh, Archer, too. There's another one. So, you know, I'm teaching my son how to be a real man. Oh, that's that's Between smart. Sterling Archer and... Do you want to... There was a David documentary Decombian. about Ted Kaczynski. Do you want to show him that, too? No, he's boring. <laughs> he's boring, man. <laughs> wrong with you that's okay. horrible how would you why would you want californication was great though <laughs> nice segue nice well no it was right it was back just, to it no it was just a good show <clears throat> well you were coming in for I an can't... insult and you were taking a really long time so instead of just waiting for it and being punished i figured i'd thank you continue for saving on. me from that no i saved myself but uh anyway <laughs> i saved myself preservation here yeah. <laughs> uh Let's see. Oh, so then you did Person of Interest, which you did for four, four seasons? Three? Yeah, four seasons plus a couple episodes in season one. Right. That was a good time. Yeah. And that was a popular show. Yeah, that was okay. It um, That was uh, a lot of nights. I remember we were just so exhausted. It was constant nights. Um, cop shows are always nights. And this one was like... As bad or worse than anything I've been on. There are always nights in location, right? Oh, yeah. And it's New York. So you're at night in Manhattan constantly. Freezing. And, and the weather there was insane. And I went to the producer, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is up with all the nights, the Fridays? It's like, come on, man. And he's like, I don't know what to say. With this show about a guy in a suit that kills people at night. 
I'm like, touche, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. And I realize, oh, the guy, the showrunner of this show, um, Jonah Nolan, fantastic guy, wrote the, the Batman movies that uh, his brother Chris did. Did he write them? Yeah. Wait, uh, there's three at least brothers, two of them. huh? Uh, I don't know if there's a third one. Or oh, not. but they probably collaborated anyway, whatever, right? But, uh, yeah, Jonah's an incredibly talented, super cool guy, and he wrote, uh, I guess, the Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. I'm not sure if he wrote the last Slightly one. Slightly talented. Slightly, and, you know, stupid movies like stuff you've never heard of, you know, Interstellar and Memento and stuff. Yeah, you know. Got it. <laughs> this Nothing. guy writes those movies, and I'm like... He's a badass. So in here, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah. So basically, we're shooting like Batman. A person of interest yeah, yeah, was yeah. Batman. He's this dude in a suit, and right. the guy in the in the library, con, you know, with the right with all the the money guy with all the computers. That's kind of helping him out and the I, gadgets. And, I so have to confess, I've never seen an episode. I think I'd like it though, because it's like up up my alley, and I like the actors. <clears throat> oh my well, God. Taraji. Yeah. Taraji's fantastic. She did what a couple of seasons, or she was there for a couple of seasons. Um, she was kind of I, she was a little underutilized, I thought, because she's so talented, Ugh. and she was playing a cop once again. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I mean, she's up there with the best. Out oh of yeah, she's fantastic. But uh, we had Michael Emerson, uh, who was Linus on Lost, you know, and this guy. Who, he's re- another one. Remember, I've texted absolute you, pro. I've texted you a few times. I'm like, oh, I just saw that Lost guy that you work with because <laughs> yeah. he lives in my neighborhood. He's out walking his dog. <laughs> I want. I guess I. Uh, it probably doesn't matter. Is he but. around here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um. Just. Uh, I'm turned around. His dog. That way and that way. His dog's bit. name is Chumley, by the way. No way, really. I shit you not. And the, his Chumley has this little sweater that says "dog" on it. <laughs> and he's like, because Chumley's pretty small. He's like, that's just in case you forget. Yeah, he's a little dog. Yeah, little dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and his wife uh, Carrie, I believe. I'm so embarrassed; I can't remember. But she's super cool too. But mm-hmm. this, they're just like this perfect. Is she an actress? Or? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, cool. Just, and they're both like not only wonderful actors, but they're just wonderful human beings. And uh, isn't that refreshing? Yeah, it's so nice. And you work with enough. Just hacks. like Taraji. Yeah, you work with enough hacks, and occasionally you get the gift of just some really wonderful person who mm-hmm. brings it and happens to be really fucking cool, too. It's right. like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Where have you been? <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine with him, if you're doing a scene with him and Taraji, it's going to be a lot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, it's great. Because it's... Taraji can't stop cracking jokes. And he sounds like a nice enough guy and sounds funny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's, he'll blast out, like, eight pages of dialogue, this guy. He, oh, yeah. He's, he saved the show. It's like, you know, Jim... Nice gentleman, but couldn't remember his line. They were pinning sides to the back of the heads of background. And, you know, it's the poor. He's, he's like me. I would need that if I was an actor because mm-hmm. I can't remember shit. And, uh, you know, they more and more of the dialogue, I think, was given to Michael. And Michael just blasted that out like yeah. there was no tomorrow. You yeah, know? yeah. Caviezel. Uh, Caviezel, yeah. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a great Caviezel story. Well, that no, but and that reminds me of Taraji because I've seen Taraji do four pages. Oh yeah, and they schedule four hours for it, and then we're like yeah, two and a half two hours, right? And we've done like eighteen setups, like because yeah, she actually does her homework and did it right. She shows it. up prepared. It's amazing <clears throat> yeah. how we're not used to that anymore. It is funny, isn't it? Well, I think the talent has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the hard work is one thing. 
But <clears throat> some people, in other words, I, I'm not trying to blame all actors for coming in and not seeming prepared. I think a lot of them try really hard. Especially on a TV show where you're just talented. so much And there's work. a lot it's every like day. Yeah, you fall behind right. and, it's, and you got life. So and when yeah, you're number one or two on a, mm-hmm. or number three or whatever on a call sheet and, and on a one-hour show, you, you say a lot of words. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, but I, I, I've told people this story before. I've seen her on multiple occasions, and I can remember one very particular thing. It was a small scene on Empire, very small scene between her and Terrence, and uh, we're in like a <clears throat> like a trailer, very small space. So I'm as close to her as I am to you right now, very close. And um, you know, I have this on her, and um, uh, and she's cracking jokes, cracking jokes, and we're all just because she's so funny, and we're all laughing, laughing, laughing. And then it's like, okay, let's roll camera. All right, oh, slate. And then it's dead serious. And then I think she has a line to him, you know, why'd you do that? And then he set, he responds. And then her response is this long, dramatic, like three-sentence thing where she just starts the tears. And it's not like a ball. It's like a real mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and nobody blew any menthol on her eye. Yeah, she just turned it on. She turned it on. And then we cut, and she wiped her eyes a little bit, and then it was like, well, shit, blah, 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 like back on the jokes. And I was like, I mean, that particular time seeing her so close, like like with my, not through the lens, but just eye to eye with her with my, you know, I was just so blown away by her. Anyway, I could go on about Taraji. This explains the posters you have of her on your bedroom wall. <laughs> I totally get it. Would you now. blame me if I had posters of Taraji? No, no, She's no. a beautiful woman, she's and she's cool as shit. And smart. She, oh, yeah. She's, I always tell people. Yeah, she's any, the best of the best. Pretty so. much any room she's in, she's the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You know? Smarter than me, even. Can you imagine? She's smarter than all of us, and she's not even in the room. That's how <laughs> smart she is. <laughs> Oh, that's sassy minx. <laughs> oh, wait. Here, wait. I, I, I've prepared the sound effect again. We can only use it okay. once every half right. hour. Here, so. hit, the, hit the button Ready? on the left. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, not that button. This Damn. button. Okay. Nice. Got it. Yeah, it's got this fucking keyboard. It's like <clears throat> Ferris Bueller over here. With but it, 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 takes a long time. it takes a long time to reset. <clears throat> it's like one of those old flashes on an automatic <laughs> camera where you press a button and then um, when the light comes on. Yeah. Right. He's charging right. up right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's charging. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be a while. This next one, I don't I don't know if I'll get in, but um, this whiskey's shit, by the way. But thanks for bringing it. Yeah, it's it's liquid, it's wet, and it has alcohol in it. You're gonna have to talk to Jackie about that one. This is uh, one that she likes. Oh, it is the Blantons. Wait, she's a big fan of Blantons, but she, oh yeah, she's a she's, bourbon girl. But for some reason, she likes this. I don't want to badmouth by name a, a a drink. It's not a bourbon, but it's some. It's kind true. Of, yes, it's yeah. some kind of whiskey. She and I, our first date, we sat around, talked about Archer, and, and drank bourbon. Drank bourbon at this place called Jacob's Pickles on the upper uh, Upper West Side. Oh, pickle place. Yeah. <laughs> Picklebacks and Dickel and uh, Dickel Rye and Picklebacks. Oh, and, little George uh, Dickel. <clears throat> I think um, I think I had her when I started talking about the great margarita machine caper that oh we pulled. God. Oh my God! Will you tell that story? Season three. Will um, you please tell that story? The we had um, my focus puller on person of interest. Um, I started with this guy, this gentleman, uh, 
Julian De La Cruz. Now he's a steady cam operator. I know. I know Julian. Remember Julian's he came fantastic. out for a preacher. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. great. Super nice guy. He's so mellow. So yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. When he left the show, I got. By the way, uh, sorry, Andy. To, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. He, but since we mentioned Julian, he did a really cool shot for my friend Susan's movie. Oh yeah. She did this movie in New York called Car- Carrie Pilby that I didn't do. It's on Netflix actually. If you want to check it out, it's oh. very good. Um, but he did this really long walk and talk. And I think he hard mounted because mm-hmm. it's pretty long. It's it's maybe well, a five this, page or something. He he was telling me about something. He, I think he was on a rickshaw for that. I remember we were talking a lot about that. Uh, Got it. Oh, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's just a great guy. Super cool. And and we talked about. I didn't. I made the connection later, so I think I worked with him. Mm-hmm. And then I saw her. I went to a screening at an agency for her movie, and I see his name, and I'm like, I just worked. So I texted him. And I was like, great job. He did a great job. I was pissed that I didn't get to do that shot because I work with her and I've worked with her for many years. It was one of those, you know, it's a $3 million or $5 million budget, yeah, and blah, 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 that I don't want to bring you. Anyway, but um, regardless, he did a great job. So You're so jealous. Okay, so please continue. You're so jealous. Super, super jealous. And he's good looking. Guy, yeah, he's a good looking guy. And I'm not. Guy. Everybody knows that. Well, he's, he's <clears throat> different from you in many ways, and like mostly he's, better. He's, he's really good looking, and he's very cool. Right. You know, so you make good points. Yeah, he differs from you, and do you think I can ways. change and improve? Oh, oh, I forgot. And he's a really good operator. That's so yeah, this, fuck. yeah. Do you think yeah. I could change and improve? Yeah, I think that if you... Uh, you think I could? I think you could. Oh, most people say There's still time for you. Most no, people say no way. I think anybody could do the same. It's, <laughs> our job really isn't that hard, is it? Come on. It's, you just have to put in the time no. to practice that thing. It's all muscle memory. I, I'll and start tomorrow. You should. You should start now after by 20 putting years, that glass down. If, <laughs> after 20 years, no one told me that I should practice. <laughs> there. You just show up on set. Hey, uh, I don't own a cart or anything, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, you know, Julian owns a really cool cart. I'm just does he? Say, yeah, I know you don't use a cart. I can't afford one. Yeah, it's such a Shit, loser. I can't get a cart. You're a loser. I know. These cart people <laughs> in their crazy business. Okay, oh, wait, wait, wait. Man. So I, 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 you started giving me, you started telling me stuff. Oh, oh. And I totally interrupted you and <clears throat> no, distracted you. No, no, it's all good. Listen, but, this is this, my assistant. But you're talking about leaving. Julian left. Julian left the show. Okay. And they bumped up our B camera assistant to A camera. Uh, with me, his name is uh, Andy Smith. Okay. And this guy is phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal focus puller. Um, uh, he was working on a show called White Collar. Okay. <laughs> and we shared space at Silver Cup Studios. They were on one of the stages there. They had... That's like a super this, serious HBO yeah. show, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, know. it's a no. USA... Yeah, I think it's a USA so thing show. about lawyers, but it's cool. It's a cool show. Is it good? Uh, I haven't seen it, I've but it's, it. you know, I, I just I was said that stupid... in case somebody there was listening, you know, that <laughs> maybe they hire me because I called your show cool. The funny part is I was making a stupid petty dig. <laughs> and, and then you're like, us... no, no, it's really cool. And neither but, like, one of us know we, anything neither about one of us the show. Seen anything. They're so full of it's shit. Either, hey. It's either terrible, great, or somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Fart um, joke. So he, they had, on the white-collar camera truck, they had this giant double-pumper um, margarita machine <laughs> okay. with the big screws, yeah, yeah, huge yeah, yeah, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> and we decided we were going to steal it. Because your trucks were close to their our trucks. Our trucks and, were right, close right, to right. their truck, and we had a key to their truck still. 
Cause and by we had a key to the truck means that every truck in New York. Oh, don't say this. that. <laughs> um, we had a key to the truck. So what we did, and our show was all about surveillance. You know, the person of interest. It's about. Uh, yeah, yeah, AI yeah, yeah, yeah. and surveillance. So we have it's very a special, serious and right. Yeah, like, Chris Wright was uh, our surveillance guy. He would mount these cameras and GoPros, and that was all the surveillance point of view stuff. And right. so what we did is we opened up the truck. He went into the truck and planted a GoPro, and then we closed the truck up and we staged a break-in, wearing balaclavas and hoodies and shit. We stole their fucking margarita machine and all their booze. It's so great. I've seen the video. Yeah. It was on and, YouTube. Well, what we did is still there. What we did was <laughs> we took the video, and I'm, I'm not taking credit for this because it's such a great idea. I think we all kind of came up with it together, but... We recorded ourselves breaking in, stealing their shit. We replaced the margarita machine with a cardboard box that said margarita machine on it. And then we took the video. That's maybe the best part of all of it. We posted it on YouTube and we got a burner phone and we texted them a link to that YouTube video the next morning from a burner phone. Just the link. That's it. That's Just the only the thing. That's all we sent them from this burner phone. And, and then we started a Facebook page called Johnny Margarita and started torturing them. We f- sent them all friend requests. <laughs> and we had pictures of cast and crew wearing balaclavas drinking margaritas. I didn't know. I had it's no the, idea the, the that The Facebook part. page is still up. Johnny Margarita is fantastic. Oh, and, my God. And these guys were going batshit crazy because they did not know who it was right and they would be like it was you guys we were the first ones they they accused accused of it and we were like what what the fuck are you talking about we, we played it off pretty good so then they thought we didn't do it right and we would move the but machine around ever... oh you would you, you didn't just put it on the well truck. we had pas and spies we knew on their show and they had people on our show so we had to keep it moving around like we had it chained up in our in our truck and it, we had it for months, this thing. And we, New York's so, so you different. never used it, though? Oh, fuck yeah, we used it. Are oh, you okay. high? Well, no, that's what you We're said constantly. you had it chained up in the truck. Well, it's operating, but so oh, they okay. wouldn't steal it. We, we, like, we would make like a fake margarita machine out of cardboard. <sighs> And then we'd put mouse traps all over it because we knew they were coming to get it one night. And we, we have pictures of this too. I have to show you guys the pictures later. It's, it's so funny. So and you got intel the that they were coming in. Yes. And we would hide a camera and we would record them in our truck looking around. And this went on for months. And this is fantastic. So that so brings all I knew me to the dildos. The first part. Yeah. Oh boy. That brings me to the dildos. So, okay, anyways, we have this margarita machine. <laughs> It's fantastic. So, anyways, I <clears throat> well, wait, 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 wait. Since 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 there's a little break there, didn't someone get in trouble? Was it a driver or somebody? Yes, I, I'm not bringing something up I shouldn't. Yeah, I? you skip right over the dildos. <clears throat> well, the no, no, no. We're gonna come yes, back to dildos. Somebody, somebody got in trouble for that. A little bit of trouble for that. What happened was. Uh, our hours were always so screwed up, and we were always out. We were almost never on stage. Right, and they're probably more normal and we hours had than a, you were. Yeah, we had a super right. late call on a Friday on the stage, mm-hmm. and they had an earlier call. Mm-hmm. Now, they show up to work, and they're like, <gasps> there's the person of interest truck, our fucking margarita machine. So they go over there, and they're trying to get on the truck, and the driver's like, guys, no, no, no. 
don't go on my truck. And they're like, no, it's cool. Oh, so I the driver of your truck, the driver of our like, truck, was, was like, like don't. don't do it. Does he knows about all this though? Oh yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But, so, he was in. He was being cool, you know. Oh, so, so he was being cool. So they I took a it. they took a bolt cutter to our lock to get into the truck, mm. and then that got the Teamsters involved, and and one of the focus pullers on the other show got really butt hurt about the whole thing because the tension wasn't on him and he felt that it was very unhealthy and all this stuff when it was just the funnest thing in the world everybody was having it a great sounds time. our super whole crew fun. the cast and crew everybody's were in, in on, on it. it everyone's in on and it. and you're sending them videos and stuff oh, so it's yeah. not like they're not involved yeah. and like we're, we're it's cool they're gonna get time. it back and the right. funny thing was is that the day that they broke in that friday monday yeah the very next monday was the day we were going to return it no way. Cricket yes. from Jumbos. Yes. Your flew favorite out. place, Jumbos. Yeah, Clown Jumbos. Clown. Yeah. Cricket came out, and she was spending time, and she was going to return. She came out to visit you. She came out to visit <clears throat> and hang out, and she was going to return the uh, aforementioned machine of margaritas. So you were going to have her do it. Yeah, she was going to do it. <laughs> and I had ordered all these dildos from another one of the dancers owns a store, uh, Pure Delish, actually, in Culver City. If you're listening, they're a fantastic place. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I ordered a bunch of dildos from them, and we were going to make a dildo K, which is like a bouquet, only not flowers. Right. It was an unflowerful bouquet. Got it. Though it was full of some other flowering. Got it. Object. And this was going to be presented to the other crew with their margarita machine. Um, as a, by as a, as a, the uh, lovely young cricket. And, as a nice act. As a nice please have gesture, this. please. Your margarita machine and, and these dildos, 40 dildos. Yes. yes. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want that? So anyways, when everything went bad, I was stuck with this big box of dildos. So it's like... Oh, so it was gag foul gift and then you couldn't, you couldn't do I'm it. I'm stuck with dildos. You can yeah. do it with her. And then Cricket was hanging out in New York. We had I, a great time. I remember you texted me about it. I remember I knew about that-ish happening, but I didn't know... <laughs> I guess I never got the outcome of it. <clears throat> it That's was so, so great. Funny. You know, and a lot of people ended up with hidden dildos all over the place. And it was like Sarah Shahi went home with dildos. And you it know, was just crazy. You know, it's funny. Oh, yeah, from your show, right? Oh, yeah, so you know, funny. it's funny that, okay, so to, on, a, on a slightly more serious note, Ron, this <laughs> is a few years back. And the dildo thing at work and with the things that have happened with... You know, the whole Me Too stuff, which I agree with, I, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm, I know you do as well. It's funny how he says that to me, but he's given me this crazy, like, gesture with his hand. What's what's wrong with you, man? Oh, he just took another swig. Ron, you're a dick. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I try to be a little bit serious for like two seconds, and then he's no. got to, you got to be weird with me. Uh, okay, weird. What did you expect? <laughs> You're right. Good point. It's on me. Fool me once. Wait, what did George Bush say? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, don't get fooled again. Or whatever he said. What it, however he said it was perfect. Yeah, it was good. That man could re really knew what he was saying. Yeah. He did a great job. Hey, come on. It's endearing. That Despite quote is Despite the fact endearing. that he's a war criminal, the stuff he said Okay, wait, wait, wait. We're not – this is not a politics show. But it, it was a funny-ass <laughs> – it's funny. So anyway, but um, but so um, – no, but the point I was going to make is that I work – I still work with a, a female first assistant who's a fantastic assistant mm -hmm. who started with – I didn't even think of this story, so I'm, I'm off the top of my head here, but I, I want to see what you think. 
<clears throat> she started with uh, interning for a big DP, a director of photography. And then she became like his assistant, and then she became the loader second, and she moved up that way. Very, very big Oscar-winning DP, okay? And they did all of these movies together. And then they did movies with a certain director, and what started happening was a, a um, as a joke, the DP and the director would stick a giant dildo, I think a purple, was it black or purple dildo, whatever, <clears throat> into places where actors would find it, right? So if, a, if an actor had to open a drawer in a scene, that it'd be in there, right. Mm -hmm. And it was a joke. It was a running practical joke. And it's kind of funny, you know, especially if it's a running thing that you do to everybody. Yeah. And it's funny. But she was the one that always had to do it. And apparently the con... She was planting it? She, she was the planter. She was told where to plant it, and then uh, she would plant it. And How did she feel about that? Well, at first she thought it was funny, and then it became a little much. And it she was like, old. And she was like, hey, guys, <clears throat> it's a little much with all the constant dick talk. And, you know, the, you know... Everything surrounding that, once that starts, it's just like mm -hmm. a bloom. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, could you chill out? Like, I'll put it where you want, but, like, I, enough with the talk. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 but it continued. Mm -hmm. And because I, I generally believe they didn't mean any harm by it, but it bothered her, and they didn't really take her seriously. And she was on a career path with somebody these are big people, and I, I'm not going to say here, but I'll, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. tell you later if you're interested. But <clears throat> she left. She left a giant movie, um, or may, I, she may have finished it and then just said no afterwards. And she's done. She's done okay in, in, in her career. She's moved over to TV, but like, um, but you know. She well, told me this story, and she's <clears throat> she's a mother, and you know what I mean, like. She doesn't need to hear that all the time. No. And look, a, a funny prank is a funny prank, and yeah. that's cool. But the moment somebody's hurt, oh, you gotta like nip in the butt. Well, Done. the moment they're hurt in the way, in a if it's like some kind of sexual thing, well, that's you gotta not, see that coming, and not cross and not that start, line. Right. Yeah. And if somebody yeah. comes up and goes, you know what, guys, you're being idiots. It's like, you're right. We are being kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. We should. Okay, we'll just put this away. Well, let you me know, ask, that's, that's, I mean, let me ask yeah. you, like, on Scandal, if you send a bunch of people dildos. Or on another show. I mean, I'm not, I'm not well, trying to. I'll tell you, to, to be honest, the most on recent. Scandal, I mm -hmm. think it would have been funny. Okay. Because those guys had a pretty good sense of humor. They'd been together for so many years. Right. That I think they would understand that it was a joke. However, that's definitely not something right. that, you know, since then... Right. It's, if it's funny, then yeah, it's funny. Exactly. And if it's not funny, it's not funny. Then you're yeah. charged. Trouble. The <laughs> or uh, fired. Exactly. And it's best just to Which, not do that stuff anymore. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's like we were such a close knit. No, no look, group. I'm I'm envious because it oh, sounds yeah. like a hell of a lot of fun. But it's one of those things that you would just definitely not want to probably pull off today. Right. Um, just out of respect. And it wasn't that many years yeah. ago. No, no, that was Four, 2013, three. probably not long ago. Five at years all. ago, yeah, yeah. yeah um, but you know, it's just like the the atmosphere was kind of cool. We were always joking around, and everybody was in on it, and it was funny. Mm -hmm. um, which yeah. I'm not saying that couldn't happen today, but 
you know, I think today we, um, even when I say today, it's like, yeah, it's been 50 years. It's like, well, no, just a couple of years later. And there's a lot of, it's a little different atmosphere now. And it's, yeah, it's different and it's a better atmosphere where we're a little more in tune with how stupid we can be when left unchecked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so now it's like, you know what? Maybe we should actually think about this before we right, do it, right, where right, before right. we would just do it. Right. Because we're stupid. And I still think yeah. your thing is funny. I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying yeah. to, sorry, by the way, I'm not trying to like, um, I'm not trying to uh, um, sabotage your story, which is a good story. <laughs> No, no, no. I didn't mean to like no, turn it into stuff. like a life lesson or whatever. No, but it's still <clears> funny. <throat> yeah, it's still funny, and it was. Fu- I'm sure uh-huh. it was funny at the time. But but um, but no, I just uh, I'm I'm interested in that. By the way, speaking of those contract services that we love so much, I just got a thing. We have to do like two more classes for some kind of. Um, you take them online, right? Yeah. You have until the end of April, I think. No, no, no. I already did those. There's two more about <laughs> really? sexual harassment. I think there's two more. Yeah, I need to do my my ones for April this week. I did actually. those. It's it's not that bad, but it's painfully drawn out. But anyway, nobody cares about that. I look forward to it. <laughs> you can take the test, pass it, and be fine. Instead, you have to wait three hours for them to tell you about all the stuff you already know. Um, but, um, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let's see what else. Okay. So we were talking about earlier, good actors. No, you were talking about dildos. That's true. We were, we were, but I want to move on from dildos for one moment. If we may, if you can get your, can you get your head off of dildos for a second? I certainly can. Um, there was an, an actor we both worked with that I loved a lot. And we talked about years ago. Lenny James? Oh, Lenny James. Yes. Yeah. You did Jericho. Jericho. That guy is another one. Just, it's... Since we were talking about yeah, it, I figured I'd Yeah, he's fantastic. I, I, have a great, I have a great Lenny James story. Please tell me. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Shit. What the hell happened? I, um, I had just started Jericho, and Lenny James played this really great kind of subversive character. Nobody knew really anything about him. Um, very nice guy. Also, he's he's in the new Blade Runner movie. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's the kind of, he works in the orphanage, uh, you know. But he's an excellent actor. Really nice guy. And for this scene, he had to open a butterfly knife. Mm-hmm. And this guy had I, looked like he had never held a butterfly knife in his, in his life. He was opening it with two hands and latching it. And I'm like, <laughs> let me let me show you how that works. And Ron Baldwin happens to be a butterfly knife aficionado for some know. odd reason. For some odd reason, I can open a butterfly knife a couple <laughs> different ways. I'm no kung fu master, but I can open a butterfly Shit, the knife. last time I was at your house, we were opening them, and I was yeah. scared of cutting my <laughs> finger off. Yeah. And, Ron's uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, like oh, ah. Yeah, don't drop that in your foot. Yeah, he, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, mate, can you show me how to do it? I'm like, yeah, let me check. First grab it like this and open it, and I stab myself in the hand. Right in the palm of my hand, <laughs> and I was bleeding like a stuck pit on, pig on set. And I remember Greg Dellerson was one of the assistants there, and he just laughed his ass off. It, it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> hey, let me show you how to do that. Watch this. Whoosh, and I'm 
bleeding all over set. Like, and you actually awesome. do know how to do it. Yeah, I just. But you just probably got a little nervous. You're well, doing no, the I was, I was trying to do it slow so he could see how I did it. Oh, is so that what I, it was? I didn't have the momentum or. Inner, oh, so the blade got inertia yeah, right. for you, Steadicam guys. The only word you understand. Um, I didn't have the inertia. To yes, carry the I stupid. Yes. <laughs> Me no, me no, no other word. Exactly, inertia. Okay. So yeah, that was my Lenny James story. But yeah, he's a great guy. <clears throat> but I stabbed myself in the hand and bled all over him. It was fantastic. He he was, um, yeah, he was super cool and technically like really good. No, he was right on, spot on. But I did a lot of steady cam with him. I did this silly, this weird movie. I won't even talk about that. That he that he's in. I. I it did not get distribution, so. <laughs> but, um, well, I'll t- they wrote a 21-page scene in one location for the movie. Oh, that works. <laughs> I don't know why more people don't do that. Oh, yeah, I know, because it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> and a bunch, like, eight pages of it is Steadicam stuff, you know. It's oh. And it's, like, eight different characters talking. It's the weirdest. It's just dumb. I know they were trying – when they wrote it, they were trying to be – either they were just stupid and didn't know, like, kind of the quote-unquote rules of movie, ma- movie making. Or they were trying to be cute and, like, really flaunt the rules of movie making and do something different, which I can appreciate in a certain way. Except that this scene was not exciting <laughs> I think they were probably trying to hook you up and ride a vehicle for you to show off your mad skills. I think that's probably a little closer to the truth. And you once know, again, Ron, because you're when definitely you're, right. Yeah, because when your but mother anyway. wrote that, when your mother wrote that script, she was telling me that she it wasn't wanted... a twenty-one page Steadicam scene. Throughout oh, the whole twenty-one oh. pages, there were eight pages of Steadicam copy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the point the point was we do we did this it, it wasn't even a big study camp shot, but there's a lot of people in it and it's like kind of circular we go around the room. And the way the sets were built, I needed Lenny to help me out in a certain part of it and I was like, "Hey, um would you?" And he goes, "Oh, you want me to banana for you?" And I was like, yeah. And he goes, got it, mate. It's nice working with someone that... And we ate, and we drank PG Tips, and we and we enjoyed ourselves. And he was just friendly and nice. Good dude. And He's, so was Aristocast. Yeah, so. One end of the spectrum. And then there's the other end of the spectrum where you're like, hey, could you, could you lean out a little further for me for this over? And the response is, fucking Dolly's got wheels, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure all does. Right. All right. It sure does. Sure does okay. wheels. All Lighting right. department, we're going to move all those yeah, lights gotta, over there. Oh, fuck it. Okay, I'll do it. Because we got to do a four-foot move now because of this fucking guy. Because he will lean. Right, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I had an, I had an actress once. Uh, I said we were doing, like, the other side. We did her side first. Was this clean. the one you met at the bar and you got drunk and you... Um, no, this was a no, real. This, this was a real actress who uh, had no interest in me whatsoever. Okay. This, this, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I should know that. So, uh, I, we were doing overs, and we had done her side already, and we were, we were, I was over her, and it was a very cramped space in a in a in a practical location in a house, and I said, uh, 
you call her Mary, whatever, it's not her name, but uh, uh, Mary, was that your, was that how you were sitting before? And she goes, I don't know. You fucking shot footage of me sitting before, you should know. I was like, okay. <clears throat> Great, super. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, were you leaned over a little or were you sitting straight up? I don't remember. You should, anyway, she knew, but she won't tell me. I'm just going to go on record and say that. Please, go on record. About Mary? About Mary, that you probably should not have slept with Mary. Mm. To elicit that kind of response. It's... uh... Mary was 95 years old. Oh, that's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Ron. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well done. (laughs) Uh, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> no, Mary had no interest in sleeping with me, but thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, we are really hitting all the, we're hitting all this stuff. <clears throat> you know, since we're going deep here, uh, and I meant to add, uh, this Speaking is Speaking of Mary. And say, right. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> this, ha, ha. This was a uh, this was something I meant to ask you about before at the bar, uh, but I'm going to ask you now anyway. Awesome. I wanted to ask you if it was okay to ask about, but now I'm just going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be all the shit we're talking about? So. <laughs> well, you don't seem you're you're fairly unfettered. You don't you don't seem concerned. You seem okay with talking about stuff, and I'm not going to put you on the spot or anything. <clears throat> but there was a show you did because I noticed you had not done many comedies, but you did do a, a particular comedy called Up All Night. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Excuse me. Mm, excuse me. That was a beer burpee. Um, you did a show called Up All Night, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you didn't anymore. <laughs> Well, up all night, uh, a friend of mine, Matt yeah. Clark, um, DP'd that show, and he was uh, one of the operators on um, uh, Board to Death. Oh, so really? I met him in New York. Oh, and then he moved up and he moved uh, out cool. here, and we were doing this show. He asked me to come do this show with him. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And he wanted to make this show. Uh, you know, like board the death and shoot it like in that style, which was a really good looking show. And I'm like, I'm on board. This is awesome. It's a show with uh, Will uh, Will Arnett and Christina Applegate. Hilarious. And Both hilarious. of them are great. So yeah. funny. <clears throat> when I was at the prep, I got the call sheet, and I see the first director is, uh, you know, Joe Russo. Okay. Joe Russo is a really nice guy. Uh-huh. But... I probably shouldn't even be saying names here because I'll never work again. But anyways, I worked with him on Community. And uh, super nice guy. But it's a little make shit up as he goes type of thing and, Uh you know, that kind of thing. And there was fantasy football involved that might possibly have usurped his attention from the monitor from the job that he was being paid for, possibly intercepting his eyesight and re- Channeling really his attention into Fantasy an football? iPad, 
Yes, you know, I I don't blame mm. him at okay. all. I just blame the fantasticness of this game. It's so good. Why would you mm. want to work? Interesting. And do stuff that you're paid for when there's something so fun. And paid very, very well for. Oh, my God, it's mm. so good. But no, mm. no, mm. there's fantasy football. Got it. So, okay. So, anyways. <laughs> anyways, I... <clears throat> I was a little cranky on that show. Right. And I was chatting why with were Will you, Arnett. Why well, were you cranky? Well, the show became an all-handheld, run-and-gun, make-shit-up-as-you-go show when it was supposed to be the opposite of that, which I would say, what's a good word for that? Good. <laughs> it was supposed to be a good show. Mm-hmm. And instead it became this uh, fuck fest of right. Lars von Trier wannabe bullshit. Let's run around and be or fucking Gannick. Fuck that. So, anyways, that's what it became. Or, organic. The, oh. the steady cam operator. Or the oh operator's God. favorite it's word. It's so great. Oh, just, oh, just feel it more. Oh, no, you felt it too much. Feel it less. It's like, you know, <laughs> fuck you. Tell me what you want, man. So, anyways, I'm doing this shot. <laughs> and everybody was cool, but, you know, there was oh, this, this AD had it in for me. And she had I, her head. I know, I know yeah. this AD. She had you her know, head I know this so AD quite well. That's fantastic. I didn't realize that. The, yeah. The, she had her head all up Joe's butt because Joe was a nice guy and talented and going on to big and better things. And she was, uh, she didn't like the fact that she fucked up constantly and I would call her on her bullshit and it wasn't personal. It's like, whoa, we can't do that. I'm just trying to fix shit. Right. And she made it into a personal thing, and I was, uh, what happened? What did I do? Oh, yeah, I was talking to Will Arnett. And Will was like, Jesus Christ. Well, wait, is, wait, wait, wait. Preface yeah. this just a, just a bit. You're doing a shot. Well, I'm, I'm doing a shot, and it falls apart as usual. And there's talking about huge it. changes being made. And you're still After rolling. After we had rehearsed it, we never cut the cameras. We're still rolling. And Will's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I think this, this guy's a fucking moron hack, I think was the term that I used. And it ended up being recorded into the dailies. Yeah, yeah, So everybody at, what was the ABC or CBS or whatever it was. So when they watch the dailies, that... Ends up like they're watching dailies and they hear, oh, who's that talking the will? I think that's Ron. <laughs> so the producer calls me up. By the way, yes. kudos, kudos to you for telling this story. No, it's, it's I a meant funny to, story. I, I honest, truthfully meant to, meant to bring it up to you before to see if you minded at No, I don't mind but, because it's like... These are cool people that I worked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucked up. I no, well, I didn't. I didn't want to call yeah. you up, but, but you've no, been no, but very so okay. okay. Good. Yeah, okay. No, no, please no. continue. So, so you're watching the day. You can't take yourself too seriously. Oh, dude, give me a break. I love that. That's, you know, yeah, I love that yeah, about you. Yeah. You know, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, we're all human here. I fucked up. So, anyways, I I tell Will, I'm like, oh, it was a fucking moron hack, you know. And he was like, oh, 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 you know, we're talking about it. So anyways, they're pretty And he, la- and he laughed, right? Oh, yeah, he laughed. Right, it's like no big deal. And right. the, produ- the producer calls me up. I later find out that this is illegal, and I could have grieved them and stopped it. But I, I didn't really want to be on the show anyways. Yeah. I was looking for a way out. I and I ended up were. leaving that show for a pilot in New York, and that became, you know, person of interest, you know. So it right. all worked out really great in my favor. But... Um, the producer called me up and said, hey, you know, we're going to have to let you go. And I'm like, well, 
Well, why? Because she was really she's a very nice person. She mm-hmm. did Vampire Diaries. Very very cool lady. Very talented. And I was like, well, I sound like Trump here, but. Uh, <laughs> She's a very bigly, very good, people, very good, good people, people, the good best people, people, the best the people. people. But no, but she was a very nice person. She's good at her job. She does a lot of big shows, and she was like, "I'm going to have to let you go." She's the best people. She's the best people. And she had to let you go, which makes you not the best people. And I said, "Why? Uh-huh. Why would you have to let me go?" Yeah. And she goes, "We have you recorded saying some disparaging marks about our director." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Really? Could I have a copy of it?" And she said. No. Right. So there's your legal problem, probably, yes. right? Like, the reason for my firing yes. is what? Yeah. I want to hear it. Exactly. Right. And I didn't care because I... You didn't care because you knew it. I knew it was you true. knew she was terrible. Why would I just belabor the truth? <laughs> Anyways, the, I, I said, well, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. the director and I are ex-lovers. What? And he got the dog and the cool apartment. And now I'm living with my mom. <laughs> what are you? You're just off the... Uh, no, I shit you not. That's what I said. You did not say that to her. Yeah. You did not. I did. Get the fuck out of and here. And it was like silence on the phone. <laughs> silence. And I'm like, and I'm That's going the to therapy. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. I'm going to therapy. <laughs> you you did not. Yeah. Why and, did you never tell me and this she before? was. <laughs> She was so quiet. I felt bad for her. And I finally said, I'm just kidding. Can I have a copy? (laughs) And she busted up laughing and said, no, you can't have a copy. And we kind of giggled about it. And I I just wanted to make sure. I said, listen, I'm just fucking around. But seriously, this is not going to hurt. You know Matt Clark in any way, right? I don't want this to reflect on him because oh, yeah, I made yeah. some stupid mistake. Because mm-hmm. I respect he's fantastic, he's great. You guys are lucky to have him. Right, right, she right. goes, "Don't worry, he's totally cool." Oh, good. I'm like, "Great, awesome, see ya." And right. I was gone. And you so, were happy to go. I know because oh it was like an all handheld show. Uh, it was okay, all handheld. I'm gonna so. hit the button again. Are you ready for me? Wow, that was like a super fast. Uh, yeah. So <clears> yeah, <throat> I I did that. That was stupid, but it was a joke. You know, it was a joke, and I probably took it too far, but. That's she so laughed. Funny that you and, said it. Well, no, the part to her is super funny <laughs> and awkward. Oh, it was so awkward. The part to Will you Arnett, I'm, I'm sure drop. he was like, ha ha ha, you know. And then later, but, Matt Matt called me and said, "Dude, I was talking to Will Arnett, and he was like, where the fuck is Ron?'" And I'm, he, she, he told him the story, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I wish somebody right. had told me that. I wouldn't have let that happen." Right. I would have fought for. And him Matt was like, "Nah, he so, wanted he wanted out anyways, you know." So so like, often actors. When they find this shit out, and they're like, what? Yeah. If they only knew, they're yeah, like, oh, because not... I got a fucking raise. They lowered so-and-so's rates. Yeah, they're not privy to have... all this information. A lot of times, well, they, no, because, when because... they feel comfortable with somebody, they want that person there. Right. You know? And so they'll go to bat for that, but you don't want to ask them. No, they trust the hard work that they've Ex- done for them, and they like them exactly, personally and all yeah. that stuff. But no, 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 but there are instances, and I won't go into it. I've heard stories about... Shows where actors got, like, million-dollar an episode raises. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And the crew got a pay cut. And the actors didn't know. And then the crew was like, walk out, fuck you, and walked out. And then all the actors found out and were like, the fuck? What do you mean they got a pay cut? <laughs> like, 
the actors are clueless, and they got a giant pay raise. Don't they understand how trickle down works? Come on. Right, it trickles. It trickles down, and you. <laughs> right, I see. Oh, see, it works. Are you talking about P tapes or trickle? No. Uh, anyway, well, we're getting very political. Let's not be political. <laughs> Let's keep it fun and not depressing. <laughs> Um, well, I had you here, so there's no way it's going to be fun, but we can try. <laughs> Nicely done. So, so um, uh, <clears throat> how long is this, by the way? Oh, it's it's seven hours. I got all night, but I don't, you know, I'm just like. It's seven hours. I'm We're babbling. an hour. We're 79 minutes in. I'm babbling like a loser. No, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, I'm trying to catch you. No, I'm trying to catch you in something pros. Uh, that I can prosecute, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I have already, but I'm just trying to drag <laughs> it all out of you. Well, you know, the great thing is, is that I both preface and end all these stupid stories with "I was stupid," <laughs> and I'll never do that again. Well, no, okay. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. The funny part about all of that is that. Joe Bruce is like a gigantic director now. Yeah, his next project was some little movie called uh, Captain America Winter yeah. Soldier, I believe, was what he went on to after that. And you know what? That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good for him. It basic, I think <clears throat> Joe works a lot with his brother Anthony. Yeah. And they're both super cool dudes. They, they really are nice are guys. Are they? I don't know them yeah, at all. Yeah, they're super cool guys. I, cool. I work with them on Community. But... Um, the way that they shoot. They're very big at NBC. Yes. Or were, anyway. I yeah, the know. way the way that Joe shoots is kind of like a, it's almost like a reality show. Uh, oh, get this, get that. You're just like up there handheld constantly and exactly. I'm, that's just not the type of shooting that I, you know, it's not like live TV. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a reality show. Let's just let's work this out. Let's talk about it. Let's rehearse let's, it and let's shoot something. Let's have a plan. Let's use our creativity. Exactly. Plan it out and, and let's, shoot it. Let's make it nice. Let's like, not just throw the cameras up and see what happens and then move on without fixing the problems. And right. that's that's something that we were running into mm. on the show, and that's why I got so frustrated because I was. So know, what I'm hearing is he's your favorite director. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's fantastic. He would be. I don't think that. I mean, he, he sound, to, to be honest, he sounds unprepared, uh, uh, unskilled. <laughs> you know, I mean, the way you're portraying him, I don't know the guy. But I can't the way say that. I, I unprepared and definitely not unskilled. Okay. No, no. no so he's that, got an eye. Yeah. Oh no, he's definitely not unskilled. But he didn't I think, think about that, it before. I think that he was, uh, you know, just kind of going with it on this and trying some new things and uh, I okay. was uh, maybe because I'm an old fart that stuff doesn't really work and it wasn't for me okay you know it wasn't my style right uh, and I, I didn't really think it was fantastic so I was kind of wanting to find my way out and I'm I did have a place to go which was great when that show ended yeah. for me <laughs> well but, people... you know I, I can't you can't you can't work on a show if you're going to work shit hours mm-hmm. and 70, irregular sleep patterns. Hours if you're going to work those shit hours and irregular sleep patterns and work really hard in these difficult situations and locations, you should at least feel good about what you're doing. And 
I do not. I did Agreed. not feel good about what I was doing because I felt like it was phoning it in, and it was very hacky. Right. And it wasn't what I signed up for. It's funny because. And maybe I'm a dick for saying that, but no, it's you're like not I, a dick. I need to. I need to have something that I feel good about. No, you're not a dick. I, you I, have an yeah, opinion. Yeah, I can't. I just, get it. And yeah. look, look. Life is too short. No, no, no. To work it's, on it's, something it's that's super. Yeah. Fu- it's super fucked up though because you're like. Will Arnett and Christina Applegate are beautiful, <coughs> lovely, wonderful, oh, hilarious yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And I love working with them. I love being around oh, them great. every day. And then there's one director yeah. that fucking ruins it. Yeah, well, you know what, no, no, though? No, I'm, he, not, I'm not trying to make a big yeah. thing out of it. I'm just saying, like, he had a vision. the show was tough. I get it. I get it. He had but, a vision, and that it just wasn't really my cup of tea. No, so but I, normally— I norm- pulled the parachute. So I, you, I get know, it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You 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 accidentally intentionally got fired. Exactly. I, I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it. You said shit until they heard it. Yeah. But 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 it's funny because a lot of times we have asshole actors that it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's just how they are, and we have to work around them. And, and we all whisper, don't don't put that there, put that there. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. And then you come along, and the actors are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Super nice, super lovely, <clears throat> super funny, and then it's the fucking director <laughs> catching you. Yeah. Like, why? Why, man? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't. But you know what? It's his show, not my show. So I had I to. Know. I, I just went along for no, a while, I and I just I couldn't it. do it anymore. So it's all it. on me. But it's he not him. Uh, no, yeah. no, that's not true. It's yeah. on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the whiskey talking. No, no, it's on him. I like your last heaving breath. Sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on this. I don't know. You're welcome, man. Who's uh, listening no, or no, what I the really, hell this is. But this no, is I really appreciate it. Nobody's listening. Don't worry. Thank God. They're going to listen to the I'll podcast. Never work again. No, they're going to listen very heavily to the podcast. They're going to skip over this episode. I'm Thank sorry. But, but for me, it's like it's a practice episode. This one's going to get me like uh, blacklisted probably this episode. You should have like whenever you feel like getting blacklisted, bring me on and I'll tell it's some funny. stupid when story. When people talk about being blacklisted and they don't know they already have been. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I'm in denial. It's fucking hilarious. It cracks me up. I know. I know. It's all right. I mean, save your money is all I'm saying. I'll like, keep in the bank. No, that's sell all. your house. That's No. <laughs> Where are we going to go after Cine Gear? Uh, Ron, no. Where are we going to go after this? Are we going to the bar? Yeah, we're going to the bar. We can okay. go back to the bar. I'll meet you at the bar. All Thanks, right, buddy. There, I super appreciate Just you. Just get me back to my street corner by midnight. That's all I'm saying. So that was Ron Baldwin, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed talking to him. I need to clear a couple of things up. First off, yes, we did drink every single last drop of whiskey that Ron brought. Thanks again for that, Ron. Second, we did not go back to the bar. And I think that was a good decision, and I'm very proud of us for making it. Uh, One last thing, Ron brought up that he had a good Jim Caviezel story, and I said we'd come back to it, and I never did. I blame the whiskey. So that will be something we'll have to talk about some other time, maybe on another podcast. Maybe we'll wait a few years before we do that. Anyway, thank you for listening, and as always, if you want to contact me, you can email me at walkingbackwardspodcast at gmail.com.